Yep, 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 that's me, Franny. Hi! Welcome back to Franny Things. This is officially episode 11. That is really crazy. Consistent for 11 weeks, period. <laughs> Who did that? Me. Anyways, um, so today I'm going to be talking about how I thought a dead prisoner tried haunting me. I know that sounds fucking crazy, but this is going to be about my ghost story that I experienced in L.A. when I went to Coachella. So if you want to backtrack, I talked about all about this experience um, on episode four where I had my guest Josiel. Um, We basically talked about how um, when we went to Coachella on Sunday, we went to go see Kanye for Sunday service. And once we left uh, Sunday service, we got hit by a drunk driver. So it was basically all about our Coachella experience and how we felt um, once we got into that car accident, which was really fucking crazy. So just a quick summary on our trip to L.A. So we went to L.A. We did like the touristy stuff the first day we got there. Then um, we stayed in Joshua Tree uh, for Coachella, which was like an hour and a half away from Palm Springs, um, which was crazy. I don't fucking recommend that. I like really start saving up now if you want to go to Coachella and stay near it because that drive was shit I hated doing the drive it was not fun um so yeah don't do that pay a lot of money (laughs) like save up for it and um the last day it was to see Kanye Sunday service and when we were going um trying to get into the parking lot which is ironic we were at a stop sign and a drunk driver hit us from the back and the car was a total loss um i ended up going to the hospital because my back was in a lot of pain my lower back low-key felt like i was paralyzed but um they ended up giving me a lot of pain meds they ended up giving me um really strong Tylenol um and I was popping edibles left and right because I was just like really depressed that I didn't go back to Coachella and then me and Josiel had to figure out everything we had a Uber back to Joshua Tree which was like uh an hour and a half the Uber was pretty expensive so there was just a lot of things that like you know I was kind of upset about and sad so I wanted to numb the pain by being high and fucked up with my medication <laughs> so um obviously there was a lot of, lot of emotions i was feeling so when we got back to uh joshua tree which was on sunday um the next day we were planning to go back to la drive back to la and stay in this other airbnb that we have booked for three days right so um luckily enough the guy who we rented the the Turo car from he had another car that he used um so he was able to pick us up from our airbnb and then take us back to la um which was very generous of him i mean we all had to put down money for it but it was better than paying like way more for an uber so that was very nice of him we get to our airbnb in la and this is where the story fucking begins (laughs) okay So I'm going to see if I have pictures of the house. It was actually really nice. It was very beautiful. We stayed like maybe 10 minutes away from the Hollywood sign. Not on the hills, but more so like the main boulevard. Um, So we stayed by there and it was actually really, really nice, the house. But it was mad creepy. Like the wood was very squeaky. Everything about it was like mad suspect. The bitch, we're staying in a closet with a fucking attic. I think the fuck not. Like, (laughs) shit. 
Oh my god! <laughs> I think she's staying in the star of every horror movie, bitch. Me and my cousin Stacy, when we walked into that house, we're like, <laughs> yeah, bitch, like, this is scary, like, spooky. Like, it was weird to be alone in a room. You just felt like this weird energy, like, kind of like eyes staring at you throughout the whole house. It was just not the vibe. But the vibe was cute, though, because the house was really nice. So. The first night we get there, we settle in, um, and then I think we get food, we come back, and then um, whatever, me and my cousin fall asleep. I'm sleeping with her, and in the middle of the night, maybe like three in the morning, I get really bad, like a huge stuffy nose, and I get really bad fever. So I can't sleep. I'm like tossing and turning and I feel bad because I feel like I'm waking her up. So I'm like, okay, let me go downstairs in the living room and just like watch like netflix and then ended up like falling asleep there because maybe the room is just really stuffy right so i go downstairs and they had the netflix connected Ooh, i'm sorry i'm gonna have to put this on my reel because i've been making every fun of everyone who burps on my podcast so i have to make fun of myself oh my god i'm so gassy today wow fun fact i can't burp it pops in my throat like, I cannot burp out loud. I wish I could. When people are like, Ugh! and then they're like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous of you, bitch. I wish I can do that because I can't. And it just hurts my stomach. But anyways, getting back to the story. So I pop on the Netflix and I'm starting to watch things. It was like three, four in the morning. Nothing crazy happened. I wasn't spooked. I was just like really annoyed that I was like super stuffy and I felt sick. So I ended up falling asleep on the couch and then my cousin and like um, our other friends that we were with, they come downstairs and they're like, yeah, we're going to go to Malibu. Do you want to come with us? And I'm like, let me think about it because I feel like really bad. Like I had really bad fever and like I was just not with it. So they're like, OK, so they get ready. Then they're about to leave and they're like, OK, are you going to come with us? And I'm like, you know what? Like, just go. Like, I feel so shitty. And I know that if I go, I'm not going to have a good time. And I know that I feel like I'm going to bring you guys down and I just don't want to be that person. So they leave. And Josiel, he wakes up a little later and he's like, oh, I have my tattoo appointment. He had it like right down the street. So he got a tattoo and he had the appointment till like three or four. And he's like, so, you know, I'll be back um and like he rides out right so i was like okay this is fun i get the house to myself i get to like chill and mind you i was with like seven people for now it was like maybe six days so i feel like i'm the type of person that i need my alone time i i cherish my alone time because what i do i'm always around people so i just cherish being alone so that was like my me time so i uber eat oh my god i can't talk <laughs> i uber eats um a little like breakfast wrap i smoke a j outside and like it's very peaceful I take an edible because, you know, I was like, let me numb the pain. And I still felt like pretty shitty. So, um, yeah, I just try to like, I don't know, like fall asleep. So then I go upstairs and I knock out like cold. I fall asleep for maybe like four hours, but I wake up and I'm like drenched in sweat. I guess I sweated my fever out, which is good. But I wake up like drenched in sweat. And I remember that like. You know when you're like half asleep but like not really? So I'm there like in that moment, half asleep but not really. And I hear all of a sudden like boots going up and down the stairs. But they didn't sound like 
regular boots. They sounded like work boots. And you know, like in movies, I don't even know if this is a real thing, but in movies and in shows that they have ankle shackles, um, that's what I heard. I heard like boots and ankle shackles going up and down the stairs and it sounded very slow. Like, hold on, let me try to imitate it. Like, like just going up and down the stairs and I heard the chains hit the stairs because everything was wood. So you hear it like very clear. So when that happened, internally i was freaking out my body was very relaxed because of all the fucking drugs and like edibles i was taking so my body was chill but internally my anxiety was like in heightened as fuck i was like oh my god like this is crazy and if you heard my last episode i'm the type of person when i'm scared i become numb like i don't want to get up i just i'm very fearful and i just feel like the safest thing for me to do is not move so I hear this nonstop. It goes on for like 20 minutes going up and down the stairs, up and down the stairs. So within the first five minutes, obviously I texted Josiel like, hey, are you home? And he's like, no, why? And I'm like, I hear someone in the house. Like I hear someone going up and down the stairs. And he was like, no. And he's like, you know, you might be hallucinating because like you've been like on those pain meds and like you took edibles so like you might be hallucinating i'm like no bro like i know what i'm fucking hearing like i'm awake now like bitch i'm up the fuck like i was awake so i hear this going up and down the stairs and then on top of that the window i think was like slightly open so i hear gardening like i hear hoses and i hear like digging like i hear someone like shoveling out dirt and i was like what the fuck so that's one thing I did was look outside the window. I felt like that wasn't bad because it was still within the, the room. I just didn't want to leave the room. So I look outside the window and there's no one, <laughs> not one soul. Like, and the thing is that the Airbnb we were staying, you can oversee the other backyards. So I look outside and there's literally like no one outside. I heard digging and I heard hosing, like if someone was gardening and I'm like, this is really scary and really fucking crazy. So I'm just going <laughs> to keep laying in bed because I'm scared. So I'm laying in bed. I keep hearing the fucking, I call it a dead prisoner because of the shackles and the boots. I keep hearing them go up and down the stairs. And then all of a sudden, ah, this part, <laughs> this part gives me huge goosebumps down my fucking spine. So I hear this person going up and down the stairs and all of a sudden they stop right in front of my room. And I just hear like the shackles, like it was like. And then I just see literally a shadow, like shadows of the, the, the boots, like under the creek of my room. And I couldn't do anything. Like I literally was just paralyzed and I was just like looking at them and I was like, fuck, fuck. And my heart race, like my heart was beating so fast. I was sweating and I was just like praying. I'm like, please, 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 like, please, God, like, don't let this be real or like, please wake me up or like, please protect me. Like anyone who's out there, please protect me. The universe protect me, please, please. And I was just praying and praying and praying, like obviously in silence because I could not move. So then they walk away like the shadow or whatever the fuck that thing was if it was a person i don't fucking know till this day but i honestly think it was <laughs> like a ghost for sure they walk away they go downstairs and then josiel is like hey i'm on the way home and i'm like okay good so he knocks on the door and like this is how 
crazy I felt. I had to ask him, like, is that you knocking? And he's like, yeah. So I opened the door for him and then he's he looks around the whole house because he's like obviously like worried that someone might be there. And he's like, yeah, no one is here. And I'm like, you see, like, I'm not fucking crazy. Like, you know, so he gets there and I felt safe to like explore the house. I'm like, OK, just y'all like I'm going to shower. Like, please stay like in the house. Like, you know, like don't go anywhere. I'm just going to shower. So I showered, whatever I got changed. And then um then we start our day like me and Josiel ended up like doing something different because our other friends were still in Malibu and it was pretty far from where we were staying so they were going to be there the whole day so we ended up doing our own thing and then I was fine after that but the night that we got there um my cousin Stacy made me stay with her in the shower because she was even scared to be in a room by herself she was like I don't feel like safe showering by myself because i really feel like this energy is really strong so like even that first night like um she was scared and like you know i mean i was too but i was like more so like well like whatever like you know nothing's gonna happen and look the one who said that is something fucking happened bitch so that was basically my my ghost story you would say because i honestly don't think it was a person i really do think that whoever was there that used to be their home or whatever that was whether it was like i don't know a prison in like a back in the days or something but that spirit is still there and whoever's gardening for them is still there too and that shit was spooky as fuck and i don't know what you guys believe in but i definitely believe in spirits i believe that spirits remain where they are when they don't want to evolutionize um or change their ways they they think that they're alive but they're not and until they realize that they're alive they have to like reincarnate and go through the notions of another life experience but that's just the gist of the things <laughs> that go through my mind but yeah and i'm very i'm the type of person that is very inclined to energies like very i my dreams are like next level i really do think that i was born with a gift and i'm very very grateful that i was with this gift but sometimes it is very overwhelming because i do dream about people who have passed on and they'll give me messages to relay to their loved ones or whoever it is and i do think that i travel to different dimensions in my dreams and literally the other night like i had a dream that i go to the same amusement park Every single time I'm going through like emotional turmoil or I'm going through new experiences emotionally, I dream that I go to an amusement park. And but this amusement park is the same amusement park every single time. So this amusement park, I have unlocked, you know, new rides and sometimes based on my love interest, sometimes the rides can be very loopy like they have a lot of loops they have a lot of obstacles sometimes i don't want to get on the ride with a certain person sometimes i um a ride is closed so i can't get on the ride and that goes to show you for, at least for me that it's subconsciously telling you that this is going to be your future if you're with this person and this is how you feel towards this person if the ride is closed that means they're not emotionally available if you're going through an emotional turmoil with this person then you know the ride doesn't start the ride is broken you know you fall off the ride so all these things to me are very symbolic of basically my own thoughts they're just answering them for me in a clearer way and luckily for me, I've been able to dissect these dreams very well at a young age. So now it's to the point that 
I feel like in the dream, sometimes I can control it based on turning that switch on. If I notice that I'm acting a certain way within my dream, I can really turn on a switch and be like, this is not me. You know, this is not who I am. And like, I'm not going to let this subconscious mind overrule that even within a dream. And once I come to the understanding that, you know, it's my subconscious trying to take over and my consciousness takes over, that's when I'll wake up because that's when it's like, oh, okay, like maybe she did learn her lesson and like maybe I do travel to different dimensions and it's crazy. I know I, for some people, this might be a lot of information to take in, but I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm very, very receptive to different energies and I believe in the universe and I believe in reincarnation. I believe in astral projection. I believe in lucid dreaming. Um, so yeah, the fact that this happened to me, it hasn't happened once. I feel like I've experienced many times where, you know, I thought someone was robbing my house and it ended up not being anyone. And it wasn't an iguana. That's another story that I have that when I was little, me, my mom, my sister thought someone was robbing the house. We heard buttons. We heard like someone literally trying to break in. And when the cops got there, it was literally no one. So there's been a lot of things like this that happen like in my life. And sometimes it sucks when people like view me like if I'm crazy because I'm definitely not <laughs> um, because I know what I see and I know what I hear. And luckily enough, like you know, my family's very inclined to these things too. So yeah, I just have so many different stories, but this one I thought was uh, very new and relevant. So I wanted to bring this one up first, but I do have a special guest coming on my podcast very soon. Her name is Becky and she's going to be talking about her ghost story, which is fucking crazy. Like when I heard about this, I'm like, this shit's on my fucking ghost story. Like, sis, you can take the fucking award, take the trophy, bitch. So I'm definitely excited for that. But yeah, point is, I fucking thought a dead prisoner was trying to haunt me in L.A. when I was just trying to vibe and chill and be like, Aha, I'm an L.A. body. But I ended up being haunted by a dead prisoner, which was crazy. And Josiel, if you're listening to this, fuck you for thinking I'm crazy and saying I'm hallucinating. But I mean, shout out to you for like checking the house and shit because I was spooked. So that is my story time of how I thought a dead prisoner was trying to haunt me. Now we're going to get into a segment that I like to call Ask Me Teens. Ah, ha, ha. In this segment, I post on my Instagram story things that people want to know about me, that they can ask me teens. It can be anything. So I'm going to answer a few of the teens I got. So the first question is from Eddie Gallo. And his question is, what are the three things you need in a relationship? So I actually had a whole podcast episode about relationships, and I think this would very much fit that whole episode. But if you're just listening now, I'll just briefly summarize the main three things that I think are very important in a relationship. First one being communication. That is number one. Like communication is everything. <laughs> to me, communication is so fucking important. Um, and communicating everything. If you are upset, if you are happy, if you want to say how much you appreciate the person, literally communication overall is so, so important. Like right now, I feel like I'm in a relationship with someone who is amazing at communicating. And I feel like I've grown a lot 
that I feel like I'm a good communicator. So that duo is wild. And I'm saying it because like it seems so like unrealistic to have two people that are just really great at communicating. Like it's it's just a very refreshing feeling. So I don't know. That to me, communication is number one. Number two I think number two would be friendship. I know that's kind of dumb because it's like we're talking about relationships. Yes, I get that. But for me, I think it's so important for the foundation to be of a friendship first. So what that means is that if, for example, if your partner is telling you about something that maybe is sensitive to them or something from the past of you know a past relationship instead of looking at it in a relationship perspective like that you are romantic with them you have to see it in a friendship perspective so then that way you know like you can view it in an outside perspective of a friend versus viewing it as like in a relationship with that person um because i feel like for me, in the past, I've tend to, uh, when someone talks about, like, let's say an ex-girlfriend or something, I tend to get jealous. And it's like, why am I going to get that way if they trust in me to talk about that experience? You know, you have to look at it in a friendship way. The same way that you would talk to your girlfriend or boyfriend or, like, boys, whatever, about, you know, your past relationships and they don't give, like, they don't give you that side eye or whatever. Like, that's how comfortable you should feel talking about those things you know and i just think friendship is important because you should feel the need to like like tell your partner anything and everything without feeling judged so i just think foundation wise friendship is very important and by foundation this is the analogy i always talk about and this goes with everything in life without a strong foundation you cannot build upon that so for example a building right we see beautiful skyscrapers. If you live in New York, wherever you live, there's always a downtown. And you see these beautiful skyscrapers. I live in Miami, so I'm just going to use that as an example. We see these beautiful skyscrapers and we just see the actual building, but we don't see the foundation of where this beautiful building is built, right? And I think that's um, with everything you do in life. You ha must have a strong foundation to build a beautiful thing on top of that. So that's the second thing. And the third thing... Let's see. Friendship, communication. Oh, and having fun. Honestly, having fun. I feel like sometimes in relationships, people get carried away with exactly that. Being in a relationship, I feel like people get comfortable and people, you know, just become yeah they just become comfortable and i think spicing it up on both ends you know i think is very important and having fun being yourself like literally not being scared to be goofy and to be you like be a hundred percent authentic and be yourself and i think those are the three ingredients i guess to a beautiful relationship but i mean there's a lot more but i guess those for me are the three main things oh my god i need water okay the next question is from Mitch Craft because <laughs> it's two T's. <laughs> what is an irrational fear you have and a rational fear you have? The irrational fear that I have is very dark and depressing, but I've always had this irrational fear that my dad was going to die before my wedding day. And I know that sounds very drama and very like 
depressing as fuck but my dad is a little older he's 65 and i am 23 so i always felt like the time was ticking for me like i always felt like oh fuck i have to like rush and like have a baby and like get married before like my dad passes away because i want him to experience my baby and my wedding and like my i guess like grandkids and stuff so ever since i was little i always was scared that like my dad would never be able to see like my wedding day and like my kids and all that but yeah i'm still not rushing it bitch like i'm 23 and i'm turning 24 in july but i'm in no rush to get married or have a baby but that is just something that i do think about which it is actually very depressing to think about that it's just always been an irrational fear of mine well i guess my rational fear is being scared of the dark i hate the dark i cannot stand the dark i have slept with a nightlight all my life literally when i was uh in covid and if you want to hear that whole story time you can go ahead and check that out it's episode three i believe um when i was sleeping in the efficiency when i had covid that room is super dark and i literally what i did was i left the bathroom light on and i like just like opened it a little bit like a little creak in the door because i am scared as fuck in the dark like and i feel like i'm over the fear that something is hidden in the dark it's just like i don't know like i don't know it's just always been a thing for me i've always been afraid of the dark so the next question is from viva labex underscore and her question is if you could have a famous person on your podcast who would you want it to be now I honestly think the person who I am dying to interview or I guess to like have a conversation with would be Kid Cudi. I feel like his brain is like next level. Um, I really like understand his music and the way that he produces music is beautiful and the way that he really puts himself in a really vulnerable state when he creates this music is really powerful to me and one of my favorite TED Talks is him making um, a speech of basically how he got to where he is today um, at, I think, his old high school. I'll put like a little like thumbnail of it here. But that is one of my favorite, favorite speeches. And it's just so real and raw and genuine because, you know, he was struggling and he just wanted to be happy and he wanted to be himself and he felt like he was always running away from his authentic self and i feel like drugs got in the way of that and so many factors really affected his way of being and now he is like the healthiest and best version of himself you know i would say like he's still human but I also think that the impact he has in the music industry, the impact he has on all the young kids, there's so many people that were, I feel like have stories that they wanted to kill themselves and commit suicide and Kid Cudi really saved their lives. And there's a bunch of people that get tattoos dedicated to Kid Cudi because of how much he's impacted their lives. And so one of them being Eddie Gallo, he um, was the first question that I answered, which is what are the three things you need in a relationship? He actually has a tattoo of Kid Cudi's newest album on his calf. And he has, I believe, Rager tattooed on him too. So that just goes, that just goes to show you how much Kid Cudi has an effect on i feel like the world you know i just think he's so powerful um i'm gonna cheat and do one more i think the other person who i would love to talk to too would be neil degrasse like 
I've seen so many of his fucking Cosmos and also like um, all the interviews he does with celebrities like Tyler the Creator and Logic. Um, I fucking love the Logic song. Um, uh, is it Waiting Room? Because he narrated it. And I just think it's such an, a deep fucking song. And I do think that that's what I believe in. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to Waiting Room on Logic's Everybody album. So good. It's not quote unquote a song, but it's more so like describing i guess reincarnation and where we go when we die and like all that stuff so check it out but uh, yeah neil degrasse is a fucking genius and i feel like talking to him he would inform me and acknowledge me and you know educate me without making me feel dumb because every single time i see him doing interviews with people he is doing exactly that and he i feel like um dumbs down <laughs> really hard topics and makes them very understandable and i don't know i just think he's a very wise man and also a very knowledgeable man so i would love to interview him as well um so yeah anyways that is uh for today's episode i know it was a little on the short side but um yeah if you enjoyed this make sure to interact with it make sure to like subscribe comment whatever the fuck you gotta do to boost my views make sure to share it with anyone if you know anyone that has been spooked out before and is very into spirituality definitely let me know because i would love to interview them and see their experiences that they had so anyways i hope you enjoyed and i love you